Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. Hello and welcome to Multifamily Investing Made Simple, the podcast that's all about taking the complexity out of real estate investing so that you can take action today. I am your host, Anthony Vecino of Invictus Capital, joined by my partner, the Dan Krugerster. Krugerman. Dan Krug- Krugster. Yeah. No? You've had better nicknames. I'll take that one. You know, in college, I, I feel like everybody's always like adding stir to the end of people's name, like the Anster, the Danster. I was trying to bring that back. It'd be cool and hip, but I'll take Danster. I'll take it. Danster? Ah, he's the yeah. Danster. So I'm here the day with the Danster on another under 10 minute episode. These are the ones where we try to break down a concept in under 10 minutes, keep it straightforward, make it real simple because we're simple guys. And today we're going to be talking about a concept that we haven't really spoken a lot about in the previous 100-ish episodes that we've done of this podcast. Uh, humble brag there, by the way. We've, we're over 100 episodes, Dan. Can you believe that? Kind of a big deal. That's, not we're bragging. kind of... We're not saying we're like... They're not closing. great episodes, but quantity uh, definitely makes up for quality. And if you're listening to this, I think you would agree. Now, the concept that we're going to talk about today is the KP, the key principle, also known as maybe a balance sheet partner, who is this most enig- enigmatic of characters, Dan? Danster? I have no idea. We should probably okay, Google. well, let's go to Google. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding. Uh, we know what it is. So the key principle, uh, what the heck is that? Uh, key principle, like Al- uh, Anthony mentioned, oh, is... <laughs> you were going to say Alan Rich. <laughs> I was going to, I was thinking of the word also while I was trying to say Anthony uh, and it came out just awkward for everybody. Okay. So uh, I forgive you. You don't, we'll, we'll move on. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like Anthony said, the key principle, the KP as it were, uh, could also be known as a balance sheet partner. And that kind of starts to infer what this individual might be. And it typically is an individual individuals or even a, an entity like a firm or a, a private equity group or something like that, that uh, comes on to a larger syndication deal for the primary purpose, they might have other roles or this might be just it, but the primary purpose of a KP is to provide balance sheet strength uh, to the bank, to the lender on the deal um, if the other general partners uh, can't do that on their own. So uh, what a lot of people might not realize is that banks want to see significant uh, financial strength uh, in the general partners of a syndication, meaning the guys that are running the deal. Um, just having the money in the bank uh, for a deal is not going to be enough. They need to see uh, several things from their borrowers to feel comfortable, even if you're looking at non-recourse agency debt. So 
from a high level, that's what it is. And it it makes a bit of sense. Like even from a, if you're a passive investor in a syndication, you do want to see that your general partners have a certain, certain balance sheet strength. The the theory being if they're on the hook for the loan and they have that liquidity, they have the means, then if the project gets into trouble, they can go into their own coffers and keep it going. Like you, it's good to see that. But when we're talking about these really big, large, multi, multi, multi-million dollar apartment complexes, you know, sometimes the general partners on their own don't have either the strong enough balance sheet or the post-close liquidity, which is just, you know, enough cash in the bank that the bank wants to see. And a lot of times it's equal to the size of the loan being taken out. So if you're taking out a $10 million loan, they might want to see, you know, a balance sheet that can support that and post-close liquidity that, you know, can keep that that project going if things get, get a little dicey. So when we talk about bringing in a key principle, so this is like a high net worth individual or an entity, like you pointed out, they get a slice of the, the general partnership. It's usually five to 10% of the general partnership. They're not usually the operators of the deal. They're not always like the most active people. Sometimes they just are lending their balance sheet, signing on, taking the risk, and then just kind of sitting on the sidelines for the rest of the deal, not doing very much. Yeah, yeah, I think it's important to note if you don't see a key principle in a deal, it doesn't necessarily mean anything uh, positive or negative. I will say that we've never had an official key principle in any of our deals because we've served that purpose for ourselves. We've had the balance sheet to take down the deals that we've done in the past. Uh, However, if if there's a really great opportunity that's substantially larger than we've done before, uh, it's usually good practice to start to introduce that individual. From the bank's perspective, it, it hedges some of the risk off for them. And uh, even for the the other general partners, it provides another layer of security, just having another um, partner in the deal to help support it. It's skin in the game. At the Mm -hmm. end of the day, it's good to have more skin in there. So from an LP standpoint, that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's nice to know that you have a lot of skin on the other side of the GP that are like really incentivized to perform and do well and not just let the deal tank and then ride off into the sunset and pretend like it never happened. Yeah, exactly. And so for those of you who aren't aware, if you've ever been looking through an offering memorandum and you see the uh, the general partners section about us or something to that degree, and you see someone with the term KP or key principal by their name, that's that's pretty much the purpose that they, they have in the deal for the most part. And that's it. That's the concept that we wanted to break down for you guys today, the KP, the balance sheet partner. It's not super important in the grand scheme of things to the general limited partner. Like if you're a passive investor looking at deals, you're not going to lose sleep one way or the other over over this person, but it can be a key component of the general partnership. So Mm. the more you know, the, the more the more you know, I guess. So pun that's intended gonna, there or pun not intended? I always intend my puns, except for that one. <laughs> I did not. That was accidental. That's pretty good. Key component. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. So that's going to do it for us here at Multifamily Investing Made Simple. Hey, 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 hey. Before you turn this off, before you hit, like, get off and go about your life, go leave a review. Yeah, you. I'm talking to you. Who? You. Oh, ben. Talking to you, Ben. <laughs> if your name is Ben and you're listening to this, now you're going to feel like extra compelled to go leave a review. So just know I we, we appreciate you, Ben, and we'll see you next week.
Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.